And well, they, I understand we we have uh, the chief on the phone. That's right, it. the chief of detectives, James Essig, once again, excellent work by the NYPD capturing the man. Allegedly, of course, he's still a suspect, innocent until proven guilty. The man who's accused of brutally murdering that woman in her queen's home. How how are you, Chief? Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for having me, Chief. You're on here. You're on every week because you're a hero once a week. Or your <laughs> men are heroes once a week. Yeah, John. Uh, hey, the, all the credit goes after the detectives out there who are pounding the pavement. And uh, you know, we've had a lot of high profile extensive media cases just recently and time and time again they come through making that arrest real quick and uh you know maybe calming the city's fears right you had the brooklyn subway attack shooting and now you have this the handyman that's what they're that's what you guys are saying that he did this they apparently had some sort of intimate relationship i mean when this was first playing out i feel like it gripped the entire nation we don't Every, deliver, grip, they don't deliver milk anymore. I mean, for her to be carried <laughs> off in her in her son's hockey bag down the street, and they saw a video of this guy in a blood trail, like little breadcrumbs to the doorstep, and it's incredible. And you guys wrapped it up and got a confession out of him as well. We got the we lo- I think we lost the chief. I was talking to myself. Well. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to call back. He'll call us back. So Let's get him back. I was listening to the press conference today. He'll probably call us back momentarily. And they he confessed. That's what they said. He inc- made a very— I hope I didn't move this mic. Remember, I had trouble with this mic. No, I don't think you did anything. No, I thought I heard a little click of the phone. So it, the, the call somehow dropped. But it, 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 do you think you'll see a Dateline uh, movie on this one, Judge I, Weinberg? I, I think this is the kind of story that they always put on Dateline. Governor Patterson, are you surprised the handyman did it? Uh, no, I thought the handyman didn't do it, actually. I thought no, the husband hired a hitman to do it. Uh, what I got was when he used the wife's phone to send messages to the husband. Yes. I guess it had something to do with some contempt he had for her or the whole family. Yes. Um, I, I'm not sure. Was there supposed to have been a relationship between him and the wife? That's what the chief of detectives, uh, James Essig, we got you back on the line. So I did. Yeah, I was listening to the press. It's okay. I was listening to the press conference, and one of the officers did say that it appears that the suspect had an intimate relationship for almost two years with the victim. Yeah, uh, they they did have an intimate relationship, and then they had an argument that night. Um, you know, and and let's not forget, you have a, uh, a a grieving husband now with two kids, and and even a perpetrator in this, he has a family. So uh, I'd rather not get into the specifics of their relationship but uh you know a, a terrible tragedy all around well we knew it was a crime of passion because uh, though he he didn't bring his own knife he didn't bring his own weapon it was a knife used from the home right and the bag that was used to transport the body was also the son's hockey bag correct yeah that, that's correct uh you know he was a handyman there he worked in the uh, on and off jobs in the house for for the last two years so he had knowledge of uh, where the bags were and uh, where 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 everything was in the house. Wow! Yeah, this, wow. So this is just such a heartbreaking story. She was a beautiful yeah, woman, and the neighbors story. say she was always happy. She had two beautiful sons, a loving husband. It appears, and for it to happen like this, it's just such a tragedy. You know, you never know who you let into your home. Yeah, uh, like I said uh, before, I got cut off. 
a lot of high-profile cases in the last, geez, the last month or so. And, uh, you know, the detectives are out there, and whether it's the the 61-year-old unintended victim who was shot and killed in Bronx or the three teenagers coming out of school in the Bronx or various other places in the city, they're really doing a great job quickly making arrests. The subway attack last week is... And we spoke about, you know, great job by the detectives. So what do you say to people that say, you know what, the cops, they don't care anymore. They're not doing their jobs. They're always just on their phones. Well, I'll tell you, I I speak to these detectives. I talked to Carmine uh, Caruso from Queens North Homicide today and uh, Detective John Bezoit, who was the 112 lead detective in this, the 112 precinct. They take personally these crimes personally. They they don't just work eight-hour days. They're on their phones at home on weekends. It's taking them away from their families. They're dedicated individuals. And, and you see these incidents happen, that subway incident, 30 hours we have that guy in cuffs. This, this job here, it, it kind of rocked the city. You see international news, basically. The detectives were there day and night. They, they, they give a damn, these guys. They really do, these guys and girls. And they got the suspect here in 96 hours. Wow. Well, yeah. Chief, Chief of Detectives Essek, thank you for so much for a great job for all the NYPD and all NYPD detectives, and, and we'll catch up again with you real soon. Yeah, John, thanks a lot for having me. Uh, sorry about that technical difference. Not a problem. Not a problem. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye.